course. I'm not just saying this because you dudes are here. Dude, y'all have a great podcast here. This thing's going to take, it's going to continue to take off. Hi, this is Sean Clench, the host of Stories Inside the Man Cave podcast. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and a loyal viewer of each of our episodes. And be sure to follow us on each of our social media platforms, that being our Facebook page, Twitter handle, and on Instagram. And a huge shout out. As we continue to grow, we are gaining sponsors and partners, beginning with Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency in Austin and Cosmic Coffee and Beer Garden on the south side of Austin. As for the partners, our community now, be sure to follow their platforms on Facebook and our latest and newest partner, that being Farmhouse Delivery in Austin, Texas. As for the next episode, let's ride. Hey y'all, Kevin Hutchison here with Realty Austin and I am grateful to be a part of Stories Inside the Man Cave, a homegrown podcast just like my own business. Wake your ass up or take a damn nap. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's time. I mean, Sean, you were twerking. That's going to happen. <laughs> Murph, don't be a dick all your life. This is uh, one, of, one of the more fun podcasts I've ever done. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you're not talking about sports in the man cave, you... No, nah, I bet not. So you're not a man. That's it. <laughs> Hey, and that's what we're celebrating here. And uh, I thought it was a no-brainer for me for episode 126 uh, for the St. Peter's Sweet 16 party. A guy that I've known, well, I haven't grown in height at all, but Doug Waters, I've known since his days growing up in East Texas. And when he was with the University of Texas baseball program, he fulfilled many roles and he actually worked in Oklahoma and university athletics administration. Now, this guy is on the East Coast for the school that everybody's talking about in the Sweet 16. Doug, first and foremost, I've got to ask you about this journey of yours to the East Coast. How did you end up at St. Peter's University? Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, graduated from Texas with a journalism degree and decided that I wanted to, uh, go into journalism, especially in, in college sports. So as you mentioned, I got a job in Oklahoma, um, working with Oklahoma City University, and then went back to grad school at Concordia University back in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife got a uh, job out in New York City. She works in fashion design. Um, so when I graduated from uh, from grad school at Concordia, she she goes, uh, well, you know, I have a job and, and you don't. So you better come on out here to New York City. So I, I just kind of <laughs> happily obliged. Um, so came out here, I got a job. I was, I was actually extremely fortunate to get a job at, at Stevens Institute of Technology. I worked there for a year and a half for actually two and a half years, excuse me. The pandemic didn't nearly, you know, crazy. Um, and then, uh, I love my time there, but then I got the, um, opportunity to come out, um, to St. Peter's back in November, basically the, the, literally the day before the season started. Um, I got this job out at St. Peter's and, you know, it said, you know, let's let's do it. Let's hit the ground running. And, uh, you know, now now I'm here. And sweet so, 16. <laughs> sweet 16. So I, I don't want to be the typical guy who asks, man, did you could you have ever projected this? Been the modern day Nostradamus to see this. But 
to break it down for people who have, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are more educated on St. Peter's University more so than ever, but it's a school about the size, maybe a little smaller than Rice University, 3,200-seat uh, arena or gym. And there is a little bit of Division One postseason history with this program. It's just been scattered a little bit. Um, could you see anything along the way that would have given you the idea that this program had a chance possibly to make the NCAA tournament? I know no one saw this. Yeah, I mean, to make the NCAA tournament, absolutely. I mean, we 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 really struggled early in the year. No. Um, we, we lost some, some early games. I think we started, started three and six, to be honest with you, if I'm, if I'm, my numbers yeah. are correct, which I should know the numbers, right. I'm the only person that should. <laughs> um, but, and it was really a struggle. And then we got on, we went on a COVID pause actually from, we didn't play from December, like 18th to January 14th. So almost a whole month, basically we came back from the COVID pause and I, I guess something just clicked. You know, I watched us, um, especially down the stretch of the season, um, we, 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 we beat a team, we beat Niagara university at home and we held them to 36 points. God, and I watched, I watched that game and I'm just like this, especially this defense, defense travels everywhere, you know, and, and coach Holloway preaches that. So the, this defense I, I knew could just continue to, to stop people. And it's just a matter of if we could score and, you know, it's really been Daryl Banks, uh, Doug Eddard, everyone's heard the name Casey Nadefo, all these guys have really stepped up. Um, so, but yeah, in terms of making the tournament, I thought absolutely we could have made the tournament. Iona was the best team in our conference in the regular season. Um, but you know, they got knocked off early in their conference tournament and kind of opened up a door for us. And, you know, even then I still think we, we could have definitely, uh, uh, played with and definitely beaten Iona in the championship if, if that would have come to it. Now, Doug Waters, he's a die ball, Texas native, um, in his in his career, he works in athletic administration. There's his long title there, the assistant athletic director for strategic communications. Um, you mentioned your head coach, and I want to play this soundbite because I know how the media works sometimes. Uh, they ask certain questions. They asked uh, your head coach, who I have really gravitated to because of this mindset. He reminds me of the Russell Westbrook of head coaches, me against the world type guy. Somebody asked him if they thought that St. Peter's will run out of fuel, so to speak, and be and start feeling the bullying aspect. This was his response, and I have to agree with him 100%. I got guys from New Jersey and New York City. You think we scared of anything? You think we run about God trying to muscle us and tough us out? We do that. You know, that's who we are. You've been around the program, Doug. New Jersey and New York City guys. It's a different level of basketball. It's a different kind of basketball. I mean, they they grow up, uh, you know, playing. It's 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 a it's a cliche, right? You grow up yeah. playing on the blacktop, right, in, right. in, in Brooklyn, and and you know, banging around people. But I mean, that's real. You, you walk around. I I lived in Brooklyn for you know a year. Whenever I was first out here, you can't walk ten feet without seeing a basketball uh, uh, court outside. Everybody's playing basketball. It's just huge in the culture, um, of, especially of New York City and, and also in, in New Jersey. So, you know, they, these guys grow up, you know, literally just like the street ball, you know, no blood, no foul. Everyone's heard that. That's that's absolutely true out here. So um, and then, you know, the, the the basketball at the high school level out here is, is just phenomenal as well. You know, so 
they they get it every night, every night in, night out, and especially you know against each other. You know their practices. I, I sit. My office has a big window to the gym. I can watch every single practice, and it is intense every single game, every single practice. They're in there and they're they're banging around. You know, so you know I, he's absolutely right. It, that, I know that I knew for a fact that even when we're playing Kentucky, we're not going to get intimidated by any of these teams. You know, um, now whether or not. We, we could, you know, play and score and everything. That was the question. But intimidation, that was never going to be a factor. Well, here we are. And I've got to bring up this graphic. And I love seeing this because I know you write, you plan, you handle logistics, you handle everything that you do uh, from digital media, everything. You're, you played a big role in this away from the court. But when you see this, I, I want to watch your reaction. I know you've seen this before, but I want to just watch your reaction as I pull this up. And there you guys are. A member of the Sweet 16 field. The reality kind of sets in because we're getting really close to that game time for Friday. And you you get to face the team who knocked out your alma mater, Texas. You really don't have mixed feelings because tell the fine folks who are watching this in Texas, across the country, or even in Germany. We have a few viewers in Germany, apparently. Shout out to Germany. Um, for you, your job, you're dialed in as much as the players are as far as the business aspect of this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the, the, the thing that pops out of me is not just the St. Peters-Purdue matchup there on, on the screen. The one right, right below us is also in Philly. North Carolina plays UCLA in Philly after us. We got picked to be the primetime game, and wow. they're playing after us. We're 7 o'clock. So the idea that you, know, you got UNC, UCLA, Purdue, and St. Peter's, like those three schools are just basketball powerhouses. Yeah. And, and, you know, to have our names next to them, it's, it's amazing to, to kind of see and, and look at, you know. And, yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, once we get to the game time, I'm, I'm locked in. You know, I, I run our social media accounts. So anytime you see Peacock's MBB, we really, thank God, blowed up, blown up the last couple of uh, pretty much week. Um, so that's that's all me trying to make sure that, you know, we, we gain a good social following and we, we people have people you know, engage with us. So, yeah, once we start the game, honestly, when we start the game, I, I love it. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff before and after the games that, you know, I have to deal with. Um, that I could do without, but once we start the games, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So Doug is in Philly. I'm away from the home base in Austin here in Dallas, Texas, just up the road. Hence the beautiful backgrounds that we have. We're basically living the hotel life, Doug and myself. So you mentioned that the social media and we're rushing through this because uh, Doug's time is very valuable uh, as are the St. Peter's Peacocks. Were you behind the tweet? which said, I think you tweeted out, can we get our blue check mark now to be verified on Twitter? Was that you, the author um, of that? So the, the actual words were just verify us and then you at Twitter. And yes, that was me. That was myself. Beautiful. This is your guy, the man behind <laughs> the best tweet of this year's March Madness. Doug Waters, everybody. Thank you. That I was well done. I, I, I literally laughed out loud and there was nobody around me when I saw it. <laughs> I had no idea you were behind that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we get to the best part, as we wrap up, I, I got to we're going to onboard a new sponsor. It's local. If, if you watched us, we have manscaped.com. That's a beautiful 
sponsor. We just don't have time to go into trimming the hedges and everything today. We'll do that another time, Doug. And uh, we'll try to get you some uh, Manscaped.com products for you. But uh, we're going to onboard our new local sponsor from the ATX. Yeah, our new sponsor, uh, Honest AC of Plumbing. Those guys are truly behind the word. They're, they, they're old school, kind of like East Texas where a handshake means something. And they were they fell victim to the tornado in the Hutto Round Rock area a little bit. Uh, the last time I checked, they're doing well, but give those boys a call for all of your AC and plumbing needs. We're going to wrap up with Doug Waters, the man behind the digital and everything. See, real quick, Doug. Uh, the man cave story, anything you can tell about, uh, maybe you want to share real quick regarding uh, a special story, either with Texas baseball, when you were a team manager or whatnot at UT, or maybe this run with St. Peter's. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I think, you know, I think fans might be more interested to hear about, you know, my first interaction with Augie Garrido. That was a pretty yes. fun, uh, pretty fun interaction there you know coach Garrido we're sitting behind home plate and I don't know that he knew exactly who I was at this point I'm still just a first year student manager I think my second or third week on the job and um, we had a guy that was batting and he just kept fouling every pitch off foul pitch off foul pitch off foul pitch off and it's it was unbelievable honestly I don't know that if I stepped into a batter's box that I could foul this many pitches off in a row I feel like at some point I just put the ball in play so you know, Coach Garrido is, is sitting there next to me, and, and we're just kind of, you know, sitting, and he, he leans over to me, and he goes, now, son, if this guy fouls off this next pitch, you're fired. And, and I didn't know – Coach Garrido's extremely sarcastic. I did Very not much. know this at the time, so I don't think he actually meant this. Um, but, you know, the next pitch – the guy steps in. He actually hits the ball. He hits the ground ball short. You know, nothing too crazy, but he gets the ball in play at least. And he le- Coach, Coach Greedo leans over and he goes, all right, you can stay. <laughs> and that was it. So I, I'll always remember that. That was that was an amazing interaction. And, you know, I, I asked him about it, you know, a couple of years later. And he was like, yeah, you know, I like to give the new guys just a, a little bit of crap and, and make them make them a little nervous at the beginning of their jobs. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was pretty lucky that, you know, I, I don't want to know what happened if he hits another foul ball. My guess is I might not have been a student manager at Texas. I think there's, there's a pretty good chance of that apparently. So Augie's stories are always priceless. Absolutely. Um, it's been a rough go for a lot of people, but we're, you know, memorializing the man that, uh, the legend Ar- Augie Garrido was and always will be. Um, it, it, but it's also, I think there's a lot of laughter now when those stories come up of uh, the great man. But having mentioned Texas baseball, it, it will always be near and dear to you. You will always be a, forever a part of it. Um, their start to the season, what you have been able to follow, um, adversity hits regardless. You know, they can't, when you lose a starting pitcher and you lose an outfielder, and you go on the road for about 11 games, yeah. bad things can happen. Yep. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I haven't watched a ton. I, I am a typically a religious um, baseball, Texas baseball watcher. Right. I will try to watch every single game. I mean, it, it hasn't happened 
as much as I wanted to this year. But, you know, we uh, it's a great thing that it hasn't happened because I've been so busy with with, with St. Peter's. But, yeah, no, I mean, the, the losing Tanner Witt, I knew when that happened. I mean, that's just tough, tough guy to replace. That's that, that, that rotation was was unbelievable. That was the best rotation I, I think Texas has had possibly since 2014 when we had Nathan Thornhill, Dylan Peters, um, and Parker French were all on the team, and that was an unbelievable rotation as well. But that this rotation, they had the, all three of those guys have you know top ten round upside in, in the draft. So you know you lose those guys as you mentioned. You missed lose Austin Todd, um, who just I mean I, I just feel bad for that guy. Um, that guy was actually. <laughs> I've that's the one guy I've actually I actually still know um from the team. So his twelfth year senior. Yeah. His freshman semester, <laughs> he came in um in the summer and I was still working in that summer. That was my senior semester. So we had met just then just for a brief moment. I don't know that he would remember who I am, to be honest, at this point. But that's the one guy that I actually know because he's still there. Um but yeah, I mean they you know they're they're still I mean still number two team in the nation, right? You know, they're still ranked number two by D one and um, I, I, I'm very intrigued by the series this weekend at tech. Um, that's going to be, a, a, I think a huge test. Um, I, I think there, there was a fun fact I saw today and you know, that Texas hasn't lost a series at tech in, in 15, 20 years, something like that. Unbelievable. But then tech hasn't lost a series in Austin in like six years. So you, you never know what can happen in that series. It's been a late, it's, it's been a crazy series. I remember in 2014, we went there. They stole home on us in 2014. I remember that. Um, and then we ended up winning in that game in extra innings. But uh, that was absolutely insane, too. That was in the ninth inning, and the, their fans are absolutely insane. Lubbock fans are, I mean, amazing, yeah. honestly. That's so, a good college baseball game. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, I, I will reserve judgment on this team until I until I watch this weekend or, you know, see the scores this weekend. I'm, I'm not watching many games <laughs> So, Doug Waters, you uh, I know you're not a man of projections or predictions, and I'm not going to put you in that position, but uh, he's an associate AD of strategic communications, basically handles all the St. Peter's University digital social media, does a fabulous job with it. Go, um, my advice to you, a favor for Doug and a favor for stories inside the man cave, follow the St. Peter's University Peacocks men's basketball twitter handle at least just that all you got to do is search it click like follow follow i mean follow yeah follow um what has it been like as we were wrapping up here um as you're in philly i'm in dallas well i've mentioned that a couple of times what's on the agenda for you guys as you guys prepare for purdue because you guys have basically won the kentucky state championship by beating kentucky and murray state louisville may have something to say about that yeah, yeah. I mean, on the tomorrow is a, another full day. Um, we practice at at the arena at nine a.m. and then we have press conferences after that. Um, the press conferences are my main responsibility, making sure yeah. the guys get up there and talk and come back down and 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 head out. And there's a lot of times people want to talk to them off the podium, so I try to get those all set up. But and yeah, and then we'll practice. I think again in the afternoon um, off site. So it, it's a full day, and they'll be. You know, it, it was it was kind of all new to obviously last nah. last week in Indy. Um, and I think now, I mean, these guys, they, they kind of understand exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go in there. We're going to, you know, get the practice done. We're going to come out and they're going to do the press conferences. I mean, they 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 see it only took two two rounds, but it seems like they've they've become pros at this. So hopefully my job's pretty easy tomorrow. 
One thing I've got to ask you, um, handling the media is a, is a chore. And it's also fun at the same time. But I, I, I can't remember which morning show it was. They threw me off. I was actually, you know, when you stay in hotels, you get up early. Um, I don't know if it's a Today Show, Good Morning America, but she said, the anchor said something like, I had no idea where St. Peter's University was, but it's literally across the river from us. How is that possible? I know you guys are in Jersey City, but how is she was she exaggerating or is that really No, I mean, not not a, not a lot of people know. Um it, it's a small small school, man. It's it's you, you go you can uh, you can drive by campus and not realize that wow. you have driven by campus. It's basically just on a corner block. Um you drive through it. It's it's really really small. Um they've done a lot of work in the last, you know, 5 years of really making renovations and and put in a new student center and everything. They got a new arena for the basketball team that we just started opened up this year. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and the other thing is there's so many schools out there, you know, the Seton Hall is just down the road. Rutgers is just down the road and, and, and that's just in Jersey. And then you got St. John's in, in, in Queens and Manhattan college and obviously in, in the Bronx. So, you know, there's a ton of schools in that area. Um, we kind of just get lost because of the, 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 the size of the school and, and, you know, if you're looking athletically, you know, as you mentioned, we we made the tournament 2010, 2011. Yeah. Um, not not twice, 2010, 11 that season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, we made it twice in the in the mid 90s. Um, so you know, and then you look at the other sports. There's there there's been some success recently, but pre previously there hadn't been a ton of success. So, um, you know, it, I, you I know which which one you're referring to is the Good Morning America. Because um, yeah, I, I set that up, and and um, that's what the lady had actually told me too. She was like, "I didn't even know you guys were so close that you know." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, that was um, that's kind of the this how it is. And now we've got forty people in a media availability yesterday. It's it's, it's crazy. So, last question here, I, I've got to ask you: What you take this away? Do you feel like? this is not only going to enhance recruiting because there are a, a ton of like 300 division one schools who play basketball and baseball. What do you think this will do for St. Peter's moving forward? Well, I mean, just for the university itself, it's going to do wonders. Um, you know, it, it, the exposure has been unbelievable. You know, as I'm in good morning, America had coach Holloway on today's show had coach Holloway on, he was on pardon my take. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you know, and then the, the president was, you know, interviewing with the New York Times, Washington Post, the AP. So, you know, in just that, it's going to increase enrollment. Um, it's it's going to increase, um, obviously, you know, revenue. You know, every time you win a game, you you, right. can, you, you you do better for the school. That's just, you know, how it is. So it's fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I think that this run is really going to help the school as a whole. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, recruiting and, and the athletic programs, you know, we, you know, I'm guessing there are people right now that are that are reaching out to to our coaching staff, our baseball coaching staff, our softball, volleyball, you know, wanting to come to St. Peter's that had never even heard of the university, um, but have just watched this March Madness run and, and liked, you know, they like the way we play. Or they like, you know, certain things about our team that they want to know more about a university. It's it's just been uh, I don't know if I can put into words, you know, kind of the, the um, you know, growth it's going to have for the university. It's a lot of fun. It's going to happen, you know, like Stephen F. Austin has uh, profited from over the years. Doug, we're proud of you. 
We're, I think every – I don't even know what – I guess we heard what a sound a peacock makes, but <laughs> you are our honorary peacock for life, and you put St. Peter's on the map and all of our hearts who know you. Hell of a job. Tell your family hello, and, and thanks for making time for uh, the stories inside the man cave tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother, and good luck, man. We are There's a ton of fans of the peacocks, and I say that with a straight face. That is a fun program to watch. So for Doug Waters now, a VIP alumni of Stories Inside the Man Cave, and for the Man Cave OG boys, that being Big Mike, Harbaugh Harge, and Coach Mo, we are out. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up.